The name on the front is a hell of a lot more important than the one on the back. Get that through your head. I don't care what the scoreboard says. At the end of the game, in my book, we're going to be winners. I'll make it. You don't do that to a man. He's got a million dollar idea right here. Billion dollar idea. Even better, let him flow. Okay. Well, there's nothing like a cold one after a long day, huh? Here's to feeling good all the time. And now, from the 908 studio, this is Shoot Your Shot. Brought to you by 908s, where life is great. Welcome back to the show. Shoot Your Shot, Paul Slater, the chosen one. John Grossi, the boss man. John... One week till vacay, baby. Mexico! Your boy, one week from today, will be six margaritas deep on the beach, all-inclusive. What's better than that, eh? Literally nothing. It can't be. No, it's, no it is truly... I thought about this last night. It was Tuesday. I think the best thing that ever happened to America is Taco Tuesday. Oh my god, yeah. Like the whole country's just like kinda down to eat tacos once a week. Let loose. It's just another it's another weekend day. Like Ta- Tuesday's yeah. basically the weekend. Tuesday's the weekend because you any you can tell anyone on any given Tuesday, hey, it's Taco Tuesday. And, and then like, you yeah. like yeah, you gotta kinda celebrate. You celebrate, you have a, a couple of Mexican beers, mm. Modelo, mm. what else? Tecate, ever heard of it? Corona. Delicious. A little lime on there. Ugh. And then you could margaritas and tequila. So like, ta- Tuesday's basically a Mexican holiday every day. Every day. It's like how we, you know, there's 12 national wine days, but there's yeah. literally 52 taco days. <laughs> I know. It's and there's amazing. still a national taco day. It's amazing. Yeah. It's, you're right. It's the best. Would you say it's the best thing that ever happened in America? I think it is. I think you're right. It's, well, it's definitely the most underrated. No one talks about it. It's cultural impact. Yeah, it isn't talked about enough. No. And you know what? We take it for granted. You know, I make fun of LeBron a lot, but, I mean, he's brought Taco Tuesday to the forefront with all of those, like, Has he? well, with all those, like, freaking Taco Tuesday posts that he'd have on, like, Instagram and stuff. See, you ever seen those? Uh, no, I don't follow LeBron James on Instagram. Well, neither do I, but ESPN loves to post about him. You know how that goes. But he just, like, has Taco Tuesday every Tuesday. So he's just like one of us. Okay, yeah. But like, what kind of makes me mad is it feels like he was the one that brought Taco Tuesday. Like, he was the one that invented Taco Tuesday, which mm. obviously he didn't because we've been selling, celebrating Taco Tuesday forever. But he's been bringing it to the to the attention nationally, which is kind of nice. That is nice. So now everybody's doing it. I don't follow any celebrities. Me either. Follow one, Lizzo. Oh. Boy, are those some wild pictures. <laughs> She just posted. What's she been doing? It was just I don't know what she does, but her butt is just on camera all the time. It's wild. Dude, has she come out with any more bangers? No. I don't really listen to Power One Hundred Six. I don't even think she could literally drop like the newest single of all time. I don't. She she doesn't post about stuff like that. See, she just only posts her butt. I like that though. <laughs> hey, be free. Go yeah. Do your thing. It's called the First Amendment. Yeah, it is. It definitely. You, you is. can post pictures if you want. Um. But yeah, it's always wild to me that people like, I know a lot of people follow the Kardashians. See, that ain't me. I don't really care what any of those people do. I, it yeah. don't matter to me. Yeah. A lot of people do follow celebrities on Instagram though. Hey, and to each their own. Yeah. People follow us. I'll tell you who I do follow. Huh. Coach Cav. Huge. Speaking of traveling, Coach Cav's been all over the place. He's, he was telling me he was in like, I don't know, maybe Kansas. He was in, like, Memphis the other day. He's out there scouting. See, you want some talent, you go to Memphis. Let me tell you something. Should we move there? He should be scouting musicians, if you ask me. I think the best thing that's ever happened to Long Beach State is Coach Cav going there. Coach Cav is, is the, that? Can I? Is that Coach, too? He's the Taco Tuesday of Long Beach State, I would say. Is that Kind of going over the top a little bit because I think that might be no. true. No, this is literally this is the yeah, and this is let's give credit where credit's due. This is the best decision Long Beach State basketball has made in I don't know since getting since uh, getting what's his name uh, TJ uh, what's his <laughs> name 
TJ, Mr. Double Double, Casper Ware's running mate. What was that guy's last name? I don't know. Well, Casper, that Casper Ware team. Casper Basically, Ware. Basically, this is the best thing that's ever happened to Long Beach State basketball since then. Yeah. And then getting rid of your boy, Mike Caffey. Oh, God. I liked Mike Caffey. I know you did because you like bricks. I don't like bricks. I don't like bricks. I like fearlessness. And let me tell you something. Look, yeah, maybe Mike Caffey missed a lot of shots, John. But nobody, you can't fault him for just continuing to throw bricks up. I didn't, I honestly didn't, I didn't even mind him that much. It was just, it was like, it was them putting him in the same breath as Castro Ware and Ennis. James Ennis, yeah. That was another guy. Well, TJ Robinson. That was his name. Yeah. James Ennis was like, was the real deal. There was no doubt about it when he was there. And obviously, since then, it's proven that he was the real deal. It was in the league. Yeah. And then, like, that's what I'm saying is it was like Mike Caffey was like being. Build as almost maybe even better than James Ennis, which like has anyone watched them the two of them play? Right. Well, Mike Caffey might be killing it out there in like Israel or something, overseas. Maybe he's playing for like Turkey. I mean, if there's a league out there with a slightly bigger hoop, maybe he's killing it. I <laughs> 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 like that. I would buy into. Did we break the news that uh, Coach Cav got hired by Long Beach State? I don't know. I think we could say that. You broke it to me, and I was I was like, "Whoa!" Well, I mean, f- as you know, this is facts on USA. Theories turned into facts on this on this show, and if we just say it a lot, like a lot of times mm-hmm. that we broke the news, I think that it becomes a fact. If you just say it enough, yeah. No, I think that's a fact. Like I called myself the chosen one probably about six years ago, and now literally everybody calls me that. So that's true. That's a fact. So I'm just saying. Well. So I broke the news. Coach Cav, Alan Cavanis, former St. Anthony basketball coach, is now an assistant coach at Long Beach State, which is the best thing that's ever happened in Long Beach State. We got him on the show. Do you want to just toss it to him, or do you want to – yeah, let's toss it to him. You want to toss it to him? Let's, right, let's to do him. that. I mean, let's see what he's going to be doing, how he's going to make an impact over there, because God knows we need Long Beach State basketball to be good again. Yep. Am I wrong? All right, let's toss it to Coach Cav, Alan Cavanis. Greg the male nurse. Wow, that's great. On the phone, big-time guest, one of our best friends, our coach. It's Alan Cavanis, Coach Cav, Houdini. Welcome to the show, Coach. <laughs> Hey, man, I'm happy to be back, man. I miss you guys. Thank you guys for having me on. I really appreciate it. We miss you, too. Uh, And I think we've been saying it on our show recently. We broke the news, basically, of you uh, getting the new job at Long Beach State. Uh, So could could you confirm that for us? Yes, yes. I am a uh, assistant basketball coach at Cal State Long Beach, uh, reunited with Jadon Jones, and happy to be on the staff with Coach Munson and Coach Sin Q and uh, Coach Show. We said, go ahead, John. You, got, you were going to ask him something? No, no, no. Go ahead. I was going to say, I think this is like the biggest, the best thing Long Beach State has done in, what do you, what do you say, 25 years, John? Well, we said we said since Casper Ware. Yeah. I mean, this is a, this is a huge no, since, deal. Since Ennis, since James Ennis. This is a huge deal. Congrats, Coach. Thank you, man. I'm excited. It's funny you mentioned Casper. I've known Casper pretty much his whole life. Uh, when I played in the Drew League in the 90s and the early 2000s, I actually played with his dad. And uh, Cass, little Cass, was uh, just kind of running around the gym. Uh, I've known their sister, Tanisha, and, and their, their mom, Lady. Uh, I actually coached Urban Ware, Casper's little brother, at Mount Sac. So I'm really familiar with the Ware family. Oh, that's awesome. Be- so before we – well, Paul's on a big reader, so he might get lost here. But before we open the new chapter, Paul, okay, let's finish the old one. Can you tell us how you left St. Anthony, what kind of hands they're in, uh, and what that team's looking like for this year? Man, it, it's funny. One of the things that made this decision really difficult was that I thought potentially we could have had our best team this year. So wow. uh, returning should be Kai Williams, Jaden Bush, Elijah Price, along with uh, – going to be junior James <clears throat> McCallum, uh, along with some guys who had just moved up from JV. So we, we would have potentially returning maybe eight guys. 
And so that would have been the most for us. Uh, Elijah and JB were both first team all leaguers. Kyle was a second team all leaguer. Potentially, he had the ability to be first. So we, we potentially could be returning the most guys that we've ever had in one season. And so that definitely played a part and made it a much more difficult decision than I had anticipated. Who, who's taking over the coaching role there? Uh, Alan Mitchell was on my uh, coaching staff for the last two years, and he was given the job. Uh, looking forward to him continuing on the things that we did and, and having great success. I'm glad it's staying in-house, though. Yeah. You know, because you built something unbelievable over there, and I'm glad that that's going to continue going in that direction. Well, I'm, I'm happy for the guys, too. Obviously, I'm happy for Coach Mitchell, but I'm happy for the guys, too, because, you know, uh, they wanted a sense of familiarity. Obviously, you know, those guys, I know them since they were eighth graders. Uh, they, you know, most of them came uh, as incoming freshmen, and they had spent some time around the program during their junior high days. And so for them to have a new face for their senior year would have been tough for them. Right. What's your What's your goal? What What, what are you – Tell the listeners what you're bringing to the table to Long Beach State and how you're you're going to be able to make that program better. Well, I just want to come in and, and, and be myself in, in my interviews with uh, Coach Munson and the coaching staff and Mr. Fee. Um, I want to come in and be myself. You know, um, I'm a guy who really enjoys working with the players, uh, developing relationships. Uh, I'm really big on accountability and structure. Um, and so I want to try to find ways, uh, you know, where I fit in those things and in those areas and try to implement them. Obviously, I had relation. I have relationships with a lot of the local high school programs. You know, I'm really good friends with I wouldn't say great friends, but I have a good relationship with Shelton uh, over at Poly and, you know, Rabibo at Harvard Westlake and some of the, the schools that we've competed against and with uh, in the open division and, and the, the guys at St. Bernard's, Coach Porter and Coach Bland. Uh, so I think that. Hopefully I can help build the, you know, the local recruiting base and, and make that better. Um, you know, the talent has always been here at Long Beach State. As you mentioned, Casper Ware and James Ennis. Uh, we haven't had the, the best seasons in recent years, but it hasn't been from a lack of talent. It's just a matter of finding a way to put it all together and make it work. So at what point in the meetings did you bring up the fact that you have to be able to wear beanies on the court? <laughs> or do they, or, or is that going to be a little coach cap surprise when they, when oh, on great. opening day? Uh, <laughs> uh, that's the funny man. Uh, I don't, I had not brought that up yet. I'm oh, still boy. hoping we can wear tennis shoes so I can wear my Jordans. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Uh, so I'm hoping I'm still able to do that. Um, I'd have to get clear from coach Munson on the beanie though. Okay. Well, <laughs> As far as I'm concerned, he would look good in a beanie too. So it might, <laughs> it might be it might be matching. Hey, you got me with that one, man. That was funny. You caught me off guard with that one. <laughs> hey, Coach. Uh, as you know, John and I are two of the greatest coaches in Long Beach. Uh, we absolutely we are coaches over there at St. Cornelius. Uh, we are probably going to take over the the Duke job in like I don't know 2036 maybe. John, okay, let's do it. Uh, could, is it okay, Coach, if we schedule a home-and-home, home, Duke and Long Beach State? I was going to ask you, can I be on the staff when you take over at Duke? Well, right. I want to be some, I'll be the third assistant, the ops guy. I just want to be with you guys, man. So I remember when we drew up the picket fence. <laughs> yeah, I remember when we drew up the picket fence. <laughs> you, 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 you forgot about that, man. No, hey. We we got you. No worries. No well, worries. We were we were kind of thinking we were gonna we were gonna coattail you. Yeah, I think that might be the play <laughs> for us. And and how how do we how do we get in on that? Like, come on, we man, we we you can guys rebound. Are Long Beach legends. I, I'm new to the city. You guys are the Long Beach legends. That's true. I was mopping that floor before you were even on that pyramid. Let me tell you something. <laughs> See what I mean? Hey, See coach, I mean? can you uh, talk to Coach Munson for us and maybe get us a job as well? Like, do you have any pool yet, or what's going on? Let us win some games first, and then I can we can play that we're smart. winning because of because of me. Yeah, and then like that, that way when I take all the credit, then I'm like, look, I'm only going to stick around here if we can get my guys on staff. <laughs> I like that. I absolutely like <laughs> let, that. Let me let me build up a little bit of leverage first, and then once once I do that, then you guys are in like Flint. I love that. I like that a lot. Uh, we were just talking about how I don't follow like a lot of celebrities on on Instagram. Uh, right. But I do follow you, Coach, 
And boy, I'm not do a I celebrity cut it out? No, 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 no. Well, all I'm saying is you got a jacuzzi and I don't. And boy, do those jacuzzi <laughs> pictures every single time. I get so pissed off that I don't have a jacuzzi. See, you're part of that whole make other people jealous culture. No, it's called being an old man and I have a jacuzzi at my complex. <laughs> and so when I walk around a kid at the gym and chase these teenagers or young adults now, I need a jacuzzi to kind of loosen up because I, I can't walk the next day. That's more of rehab and therapy than luxury. I, I'm working a 12-hour shift uh, this next Sunday, Coach. Would it be okay if I come over after? Hey, man, my jacuzzi is your jacuzzi. I like that. <laughs> got to no. sit on the opposite side, though. I can't sit next to a dude with no shirt on and <laughs> some hot water i can't do that i respect that coach uh so you've been you've been obviously it's not season right now but you've been like traveling a lot i'm assuming recruiting what is what has that been like your last uh since you got the job it's been fun man uh, a couple weeks ago i went down to phoenix arizona for section seven got to see some really good teams down there uh last weekend i went to atlanta for the under armor tourney uh and next week i'm heading out to I got South Carolina for Peach Jam, Nike EYBL. What like, so so you're obviously watching games, evaluating talent. Do you do you go there with your list of guys you're watching, or are you just there to watch someone take you off guard? Do you what, like? Uh, how does that work? It's a little bit. It's a little bit of both. So we're looking at a couple of kids, um, but as you know, today's day and age, the transfer portal is really big. Mm-hmm. Uh, you don't know when guys are going to want to leave, or there's going to be an injury. Hopefully not. There's a possibility of academic casualties. So you want to try to be prepared just in case of emergency. Okay. Coach, you're you're like such a diehard basketball guy. I mean, you bleed basketball. You've been doing it forever, playing, coaching, all that good stuff. How much do you love this? Like, how much do you love this new role? Like, just, you know, going out and watching basketball and, and you know, looking at kids that might be legit one day, you know? What's funny is my son was talking to me, and he was like, how is it on the road? And he was like, what do you do? Like, he's family seems exciting, traveling and flying and staying in hotels and eating out. And he's like, what do you do all day? I said, well, it's like a regular AAU tournament that you would have here locally. The game started at 8 in the morning. They go until maybe the last one starts at maybe 9 o'clock at night. Or you're in the gym from 8 a.m., you know, give or take, uh, up until 10 p.m. You know, you might not leave and grab some lunch or that's true yeah that's, that's what and that's what i like i'm the same way as your as your kid i'm like wow that's awesome he's traveling but then when you think about it it's like well he's just traveling to from one smelly gym to another smelly gym so you got it you got to really love what you're doing <laughs> i think right yeah i mean you're, you're literally watching and evaluating kids you know, all day, all night for two, three days in a row. Are you still working out with uh, with these players? The uh, well, now that you're at Long Beach State, because you used to dog this, the your St. Anthony players, like you would run with them and all that stuff, and you know, put them to the test and all that. Is it getting more difficult now that these kids are a little older at the college level? Yeah, I think I, think I went the wrong direction. If I want to still be dominant, I should have went to middle school. <laughs> Instead of going up, I should have went down. So it's a little bit harder to dog Jay now. Uh, now, especially two years after he graduated. So. Well, we got um, we got a spot at our gym anytime, Coach. So if you want to run some suicides against some of these uh, eighth graders, we got you. That's a good question. Do you guys, like, do college practices, do you make them run suicides if they, like, mess up? Well, right now we're just doing workouts. Um, but, yeah, there's, there's always accountability, right, for lack of performance or – Losing a drill. I mean, I'll tell you what, it was the coolest thing yesterday. Uh, we were doing a workout, and so we, we determined that there was going to be a winner or loser in the drill. And at all my teams, we've always had consequences for losers, whether it's a down and back, a suicide, or just push ups. And so yesterday, we were doing a push up for the losing team, and Jadon and somebody else lost the drill. And you know, I looked at Tank Hill, he starts knocking out his push ups. and. We had another guy. I don't know if you know who Colin Slater is. Oh, yeah, he's my brother. Our, yeah, he's one of, our better, one of our better guys. And he's a little banged up right now, so he's in practice. And, but he's on the side cheering, helping guys, encouraging guys. I'm like, look, man, we all got to do these push ups together. He's like, but I didn't lose. I'm like, well, we're still part of the team. Let's do it. He looked over and he saw uh, Mr. Fee, our athletic director and coach Munson. He said, well, 
they're not doing them. If they'll do them, then I'll do them. And I told Mr. Uh, Fee and Coach Munson, they, Mr. Fee was in a, a suit. He took his suit jacket off. He had a shirt and tie on. And him and Coach Munson knocked out 10 push-ups. It was just the coolest thing, man. It, it was just so awesome. And so at that point, Colin couldn't do anything but look down and knock out his push-ups. I respect that. I like that, Coach Cav. That that sounds like Long Beach State is on the right track to get into the NCAA tournament. <laughs> I hope you're right, man. I hope you're right. Can can you uh, can you guarantee that for us, or is it too soon? Uh, give me a little bit of time, man. We haven't okay. even had a full team practice yet. Okay, okay. It's still early. I agree. It's still early. You'll be like Charles Barkley, man. <laughs> I like that. We'd hit the button, play some music behind it, and everything. Yeah! Right. I like that. Go ahead, John. Um, well, I'm I'm pretty good. Oh, you're good. Uh, well, I would like to I would like to talk to Coach Cav again once the season's going a little bit. But ma- maybe just uh, j- just like obviously this is an exciting opportunity for you. You've been in college before, but this is Long Beach State. This I mean this is a program right. that the sky's the limit. Um, right. What's just what does it mean to you to be there? Uh, I'm excited, man. You know. Um, you asked me a little earlier how I got here. This wasn't something that I planned or something that I was seeking after. You know, God just presented this opportunity to me, and you know, I had to, I had to, to take it. You know, and so, you know, what it means is just it's an opportunity for me to go and try to do something and have success at the higher level. So I've had success in the Drew League, working with you know overseas and NBA guys. I've had success at the community college level. I've done it at the high school level. Um, it's just God opening another door for me to try to find college you want to be a head coach right now but you know to go in and try to help someone else be successful and help our program be successful and you know so i'm excited about the opportunity and the challenge uh, i got one more question coach are you still helping out at the drew like this summer or or have no, you been just too busy because, because of ncaa regulations oh that's right that's right yeah I, believe me i asked i wanted to go back down there and help out but because of the ncaa guidelines i'm not able to right on Coach, hey, thanks for joining us, man. This has been great. Uh, yes, sir. Always a pleasure, man. You're our coach. I mean, you know that. You you inspire us uh, just by doing what you're doing. <laughs> so keep doing that so we can ride your coattails. <laughs> Cut it out, man. I love you guys. <laughs> never never assume we're above that. Yes. Like we'll come, come we'll come sweep up whatever you need. Yep. Oh, you need you need some people to clean the floors. You the the mopping boys didn't uh, show up. We got you. That's I, a, that's actually our specialty. That's all we want to do. <laughs> I just want you guys to come to a game, man, so we can have some laughs and go have some dinner after the game. I would love that. Oh, I coach. like that. Let me tell you something about Pizza Mania right down the street. Let's do it. I'm uh, down. After we whoop freaking Fullerton's ass or something, I'd be down to go crush <laughs> some some uh, some food with you. Yeah, for sure. We'll go. Love it, Coach. Congrats, man. Congrats on the new stuff, and uh, keep killing it, man. Thanks, brother. I love you guys, man. We love you, too. We'll talk to you soon. Okay. All right, Coach. See you, Coach. Oh, man. I feel like, wow. It's like I come over. It's like I don't know what to expect. I got to be honest. I come in. It's like a little like I'm trying to get my bearings. There's cartoons, your mom, and it's like you still got it. Is there a better leader in the United States? Than Coach Cav? No. No, there's not. Well, no. I don't think so. No. You can... You might be able to argue that there are better leaders out there, but I don't know. I I think he would take the majority on that one. He... He gains respect from his players. That's, that's first and foremost. Right? Yeah. And that says a lot. If you played for Coach Cav, would you be in the league right now? No, I think he would just. Uh, I think I'd be faster. I don't. I'm. I think I, he would have dogged me so hard that I think I would have been faster. Yeah, because actually I was faster in eighth grade. Yeah, yeah. You uh, see, I respond to the criticism a little bit. If you if you give me a little criticism with a little joke. Which is what he does. Which is what he does, and it hits kind of hard, and you're like, whoa, I'm a, I'm a little bit of a, of, you know. Well, he, what I'm saying is he does a great job of getting the most out of his players. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, look, you're a lights-out shooter. Are you, you might be the best shooter on Atherton right now, which that's where Long Beach State, the pyramid is. So well, I am. I know. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So he make the most of it, put you in the corner maybe, 
you know, you maybe you can't guard the six seven guy from Dominguez. You know what I mean? But you sure as hell can knock down a three in his face. I went to uh, well, I'm gonna bring up a bad memory for you. Oh no! But remember when I went to that trampoline park without you? Yeah. <laughs> that you know what? That was it. No. Before you say anything, that was a dick move. Yeah. It really was. Well, it's already been covered. Uh, But can I just say that I did not play basketball since the coronavirus happened. As you know, I don't like to spread germs. And your game's too good for outside. My game's way too good for outside. I can't be playing inside. All that. You know that. Go to that. Like, they have a little thing where you can, like, jump and try to dunk. Oh, at the pr- at, at the, the park? park, yeah. Oh, okay. Never which, been. Which was, <laughs> which was epic. I was pretty bad at it, obviously. But then I just picked up a basketball for the first time in over a year. Take this shot that's way further than three. Swishes. It's like, is there a better shooter than me, Paul? I don't think so. I don't think there is. It just the when the ball leaves my hand, it wants to go in the hoop. There's something about my hands that make the hoop feel like home to the ball. Also, the. NBA- as you know, the NBA's changed a little bit. Look at Duncan Robinson from uh, the Heat. That guy, all he does is shoot threes. You could be that guy, could you not? I've been playing that game since I was four. That's what I'm saying. Sheesh. Corver. Look at Corver. He's out there, you know, wheeling and dealing, shooting three-pointers. They need shooters like you, John. Yeah, they really I think do. you can make it. I, I keep thinking about playing pickup basketball again, but I just I already feel so bad for for my teammates. Because I'm not gonna, I'm not even gonna cut to the yeah. basket anymore. No, and I know I should, but but they don't need you. Yeah, you know, just stand in the corner. Yeah, get an open three. That's all you need. Do you think? I do feel bad since Coach Cav is leaving St. Anthony. It was nice to have St. Anthony like super relevant. Yeah, it was super cool. I think one of their one of Coach Cav's assistants took over. I forget his name. Didn't we, didn't we just go over that? Did when, we? When we interviewed him? Oh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> we did. Uh, good point. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so he's taken over. So that should be in good hands, no? Yeah. But it was just cool to have him, like, posting all the time, saying freaking, you know, semifinal game. What does he used to say? Semifinal game at the crib. Right. Remember when he used to say that? He used to fire me up. It's like, damn. Big game in Long It's Beach cool style. to have a cool like as much as we talk smack on private schools. It's kind of cool to have yeah. because you you like how many times we talk about you literally can't be good if you're public, other than like in your division, you can't even be on like the. It's tough to compete. It's tough to compete because like those private schools are bringing in, well, uh, uh, private schools. I'm talking like Bosco Modern Day. Like they're bringing in dudes from like Corona, yeah, all over the place. To play at their school. With all these public schools, like, you have to go to your home school. Yeah. So, I, it's cool to see public schools compete, though. Like, when oh, you get a, yeah. a le- like, when Wilson's legit sometimes, that freaking, remember when they were legit in basketball? Yeah. That was a long time ago. But, like, you know what I mean? When they lost to, when your brother was on the team. When they beat Modern Day, but then the Modern Day got had to talk with the refs. Yeah, and exactly. Some, and then something went differently. I was there. That was incredible. Oh, yeah, I remember oh, that. Betonio was there. Yeah, Betonio. That was incredible. I miss those days. I just feel like, I not to bring up all the wounds, but I feel like the coach, I feel like the refs, like, they had, they were able to justify what they did by saying Modern Day should win this game. But then, but then when you look back and say, like, oh, wait a second. Literally, like, one of the best freaking linemen in the NFL was on Wilson's team. Like, maybe that has yeah. something to do with why, like, it wasn't a fluke. Right. It was that literally no one else could get a rebound because this was the best boxer outer on the face of the earth. And he is still. And he is. Remember He's what? literally boxing out the most aggressive. Remember when he, remember when, bat- <laughs> what? <laughs> I was going to try uh, I was afraid to say what I thought the position was in football that he's boxing out because I thought you were going to make fun of me. Oh, de- rushers? <laughs> no, that's good. <laughs> Defensive lineman. Yeah. Yeah. D tackles. No. Oh no, he's the D. No, he's a he's guard. He's the O. You're right. You're yeah, right. he's a left guard. You're right. Yeah. You're right. Uh, you're right. Yeah. Weird that the guy that knows literally everything about sports knew that answer. Mm, you're awesome. Uh. Remember when Batonio said he could beat LeBron James one-on-one? Oh, I think he could. I think he could, too. You know LeBron will miss. 
It's game over. But Tonio's a big boy, dude. And who'd modern day have? They, they, they had like Taylor King or something. He super. stinks. He's not even in the league anymore. He didn't even go to the league. Remember he went to Duke for a little bit? He was awful. Yeah, he was awful. But you know what I mean? I like, there was a, there was a turning point in that game. And it was when the modern day coach walked up to the refs. That and fat, I see that fat, dude. that fat dude. And I see, uh, I see where they were like, they were not right in what they were doing, but like, you know what I mean? It's like, oh, this team shouldn't be winning, but it's like, oh wait, yeah, maybe they should have been winning because they were legit. Do you think Long Beach State's going to go to the tournament this next year? Yeah, I think so too. I wouldn't be surprised. It he just shows up, walks on campus, Coach Gav, and then Long Beach State goes to the big dance. Yeah. It makes sense to me. So is our new route to Duke through Coach Cav? I think it might have to be. I think it has to be. Yeah. Because, all right. I think that's what we said before, though. We take – he gets a – he's going to be a head coach somewhere, right, at some point. You know, he's he's at Long Beach State for a little bit. Then he takes the job at, like, I don't know. St. John's. Yeah, St. John's, right? Mm -hmm. And then we are the director of basketball operations, co-directors. At his school. Well, like, what, which would be sick to live in New York for a little bit, eh? Oh, yeah, big time. I don't know if Long Beach State's on this level, but like once you get to Duke, you need like 40 dudes just with clipboards on your bench. Oh, yeah. In suits. And we look great in a suit. Oh, God, First yeah. Of all, Coach Cav, we're going to send you like a million pictures at every wedding we go to just so we can get on your staff. And we look great in suits. I'm going to say I look better with a clipboard than you. I think you do, but you're you're the guy who puts the clip has the clipboard pregame and puts it down immediately. Yeah, I don't need I don't need the clipboard. I can't even write my penmanship's not that good. I'm taking notes, but they're all just like funny things that I'm I'm showing you. Yeah, yeah. I think we'd be good. Duke needs those guys, and then we could be those guys. And there's nothing wrong with that. Sports, John. Sports are supposed to be fun. Yeah. Why not have a couple of jokesters on the bench? Yeah, huh? like us. I think so. Lighten the mood a little bit. I think you know? so. What if Long Beach State's down uh, four against Fullerton with a minute left? You want them to be tightening up? No, or do you no, no, want no. you know them play a little loose? A little loosey-goosey. Oh, huh? yeah. Have a little fun out oh, there. Oh, yeah. We could point out Well, we could point out something in the crowd that's yeah, going on. It's a yeah, little funny can. or something like that, you know? Yeah, we can. Oh, yeah. You know, uh, you know Mike and Arlene Walter over there probably throwing $1 bills to everybody. Oh, yeah. Maybe a hundred dollar bills, but and by the way, Mike and Arlene Walter, if you're listening, throw me one, huh? Just one quick hundred bucks. <laughs> All I need is one hundred dollars. I could, you could turn one hundred dollar investment, John, into millions. It's happened yeah. before. Look at do you Dogecoin. Think, do you think you could? Probably not, but I could try. See, but the problem is, I would spend that hundred dollars on like seventeen margaritas. margaritas. Yeah. I was just gonna ask you, how much do you think a margarita costs in Mexico? Well, it's all inclusive for your boy. See, oh yeah, it's all inclusive. I'm just getting free margs. That's what I should have done. I'm going. I'm going nothing inclusive. Yikes! How? What's the exchange rate looking like on the peso right now? That's what we need to find out. I think a dollar bills are very, uh, very uh, sought after in mm. Mexico. I mm. believe. Mm. Am I wrong? I'm maybe. Like I said, I make a lot of things up on this show. I went golfing. Quick, grind my gears. Okay, hit me. I went golfing two weekends ago. Paid at the snack shack. You know me. You got to yep. get a coffee, a breakfast, burrito, maybe a Gatorade. And it came out to like 20, 2084 or something. Yep. I just played in the wine bar the night before. I was rolling in cash. Right. I paid 26. Hmm. The dude, just no mention of nothing, just takes it. Gives me my food and disappears. That was it? That was it. He didn't ask, like, do you want some change or something? No. Then I go into the uh, pro shop, and then that guy tells me, like, hey, we're not doing change right now because of COVID, which I think is a pretty BS rule. But also, at least he told me. Yeah. Who doesn't mention that? Right. So you were trying to be a nice guy by tipping that guy, but he thought that, oh, no change back type thing. And you wanted him? No, no, no. I wasn't trying to be a nice guy. I don't tip this. You tip the snack shop. Snack no, I thought you were. Try, I thought you were trying to. No, no, no. I gave him twenty six bucks. It was twenty five eighty four. I was expecting change. Okay. Even if I am trying to be a nice guy, I don't like anyone 
I don't like when you assume it's a tip. Okay. Do you not agree? In that, in a counter situation, I get what you mean. Like who's who's gonna give, go to a counter, order food? If I don't say keep the change, what you got to give the change back? Right? Well, this is what I was talking about because you know me. I work at a restaurant. Rosini's Pizza, not a big deal. Frontline worker, some might say. I was yeah. out there on the front lines, wheeling and dealing, uh, feeding the people. But what I'm saying is, if a bill was twenty six bucks, this is what I thought you meant. If a bill was twenty six bucks and the guy hands me thirty two dollars then I'm assuming that's a tip, the whole thing. Right, if it doesn't make any sense. Right, that's that's what I thought. That's my apologies to you. That's what I thought you were talking about. I It was tw- like twenty five eighty four. I gave him a 20, a 5, and a 1 because right. I was paying with cash. Right, right, right. Right, but he didn't even say. You you were expecting the 75 cents back or whatever it was. It was. like 16 cents. Right. I mean, it's just normal. It's just how, that's just how society works. Yep. Was it the biggest deal of all time? No, it wasn't. But it was just a little bit weird, I thought. Well, I don't understand the change. You, We're not doing change during COVID. I'm, I don't, hand, I'm literally handing you a dollar bill. Right. That's what I mean. <laughs> like, it doesn't make any yeah, sense. It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. An explanation would have been nice. That's all I thought. Yeah. I mean, uh, I've been handling cash for a long time. A little, oh, hey, by the way, we're, that's what the pro shop guy, he, he handled it a little nicer. He said, Hey, just so you know, we're not doing change. Do you want to pay by credit card? I said, yes, I do. That's good. So no change. No change. At what point do we finally say change is okay? But see, we're at that point. But I think there's just so much. Re- that was last week. But we're, well, what I'm saying is we're at the point where unless you're being greedy, you say that. That's literally just them saying like. What about those cash-only places? Taqueria. Oh, yeah. You think they struggled a little bit? I don't know. No cash. Went to Joe Joe's on Sunday. Did you? I was there the other day. Not bad. You know, you see a Joe Joe shirt everywhere. You could go to freaking Missouri, and somebody has a Joe Joe shirt on over there. Great place, talked about all the time, and I think it's still underrated. It's could you could you argue that? Well, someone was saying that it was a little overrated. Who said that? Not over, not over. Uh, underwhelming was the word. I'm not gonna throw him under the bus. I hate one what? of our friends. I'm not gonna throw him under the bus because he's a good guy. But he said sometimes when I bring friends here, is he one of my from friends? Out of town, he's one of your friends. Don't tell me who it is because I'll hate him. Or her. I got girlfriends too, John. Well, it, it was a him. I'm okay. saying a he. Okay. It was a him. He said, sometimes when I bring friends from out of town here, I feel bad because it's such so much hype. It's a little underwhelming. And I disagreed strongly. Who? I, di- I, I kind of hate that. Whoever said that. I hate that. <laughs> I really do. Like, what do you mean it's underwhelming? How does that make any sense? It's just a bar, but it's not just a bar. No, it's not. No, it's not. It's camaraderie, John. Yeah, it is it's camaraderie. It's behind the bar. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ben Landis was behind the bar. He was doing great. Love that guy. Yeah. Love that guy. Uh, what's uh, our my other buddy's name? Mike. Mike was there. He what's was his last great. name? I forget. I always forget his last name. Great guy. Mike. Ah. Uh, I forget, but I... He's always there. Great dude. Big Steve's behind the bar. Jeff Watts behind the bar. Uh, Ricky Anderson's behind the bar. And by what the about way, when Brooklander was there well, back in the day? That was, uh, that was awesome. Okay. By the way, I did what you said. Obviously, you tip at Joe Joe's. That's just the way it goes. Yeah. And I would give the couple extra dollars. But it's clear when it's a tip. Yeah. I'm not tipping anyone 16 cents. Like, right. Who does that? Then you're a dick. Yeah. Then you become the dick. I was paying for my food. Yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy when you tip a guy. Like, if you tip somebody three bucks, you're a great guy. But if you tip somebody twenty one cents, even though it is it is a tip, you're going above and beyond the asking price. Right. You become a dick. Yeah, it's a little weird. Isn't that crazy? You know me. I hate tip culture. Oh, tip tip culture is the worst. By the way, if you don't tip me more than five bucks, I hate you. <laughs> Bottom line. Like, if you tip $2 to me, when I'm delivering a pizza and you tip me 2 bucks, I get upset at you. Your house becomes on my hit list. 
I just hate that I feel guilty if I don't tip 20%. Yeah, that's true. I should be able to tip what I want to tip. Yeah, I feel you. Tip Cole, you're right. I hate that if you suck, I still... I hey, will still feel like a bad person if I don't tip you 20%. You're a part of tip culture now, John. You're, and I you're, do it. I'll do it. Well, no, but you're, sl- I do it, you're but slinging I... or you're uh, you're singing songs at the wine bar. Oh, that is you're true. You're a tip guy now. You know. But, see, I'm opposite because I've actually quote, and I quote said this many times. What did you say? I like it personally. I mean, I love a good tip. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But it's fun for me. When like people, a lot of people tip like a dollar, there'll be those nights, like a lot of people tip like two bucks that just shows me they're enjoying it. Yeah. Shows me they're appreciating it. Yeah. Because this is a different situation. They don't have to walk up there and tip me. Right. So I I prefer that because it means I'm making people happy to like, to one person tipping me 50 bucks. Right. I'd rather make make 30 bucks on 15 people. You know what I mean? Than one person 50 bucks. Yeah. That being said, Mike and Arlene Walter, if you want to tip me $100, I'd rather have that $100 from you guys than 50 bucks from 50 people. That's a good point. Am I wrong? Yeah, no, you're right. Okay. Uh, you want to get to the rest of the show? I got a little yeah. bit of stuff here for you. Uh, one, this hap- Let's. I want to bring this up real quick. What the hell is appendicitis? It's bad. Well, we talked. We talked about this like three, four weeks ago, maybe. That might be what I'm scared of most in life. Yeah. Yeah, because a lot of people are getting it. How do you know? See, that just hurts bad. My brother and I talked about that. Like, don't. And I think you're in this category too. I don't think we would know to go to the hospital. I wouldn't go, which I'm scared of. Yeah. Like it's got to hurt bad. Yeah, it's got to hurt real bad. But like, even then, it has to hurt bad for a long period of time. You know yeah. what I mean? If something hurts bad, I've had something hurt real bad for like like a whole night. You're not going anywhere. Right. So when you have it, how how long is the window till you like die? What if you, if is, is it like a week or am I given like 24 hours? That's a good point. Because I don't think I'd go in the first 24 hours. I'd be like, all right, it's going to get better. And then all of a sudden, if I'm like still dying at freaking two days later, three days later, I'd be like, fuck, something might be wrong. Yeah. See, chalk this up to another thing that like we should be learning in schools. Yes, I totally agree. Like actual thing, like actual illnesses that are like not, not the mitochondria. No, fuck that. Not the mitochondria. What? Which is the powerhouse of the cell, by the way. Obviously. But give me give me 15 diseases that it might happen to me right now. I like that a lot, actually. And the only thing you learn about appendixes, right, is you get to eat ice cream. Or is that tonsils? That's tonsils. See, tonsils is another thing. Why don't we just get our tonsils taken out immediately when we're born and our appendix immediately? What about gingivitis? I'm learning about gingivitis from commercials. What happened to my old teacher telling me about gingivitis? I don't know. What, I don't even know what gingivitis is. I know it's bad. That's they're creating tooth, toothpaste to to protect you from it. Yeah. So it's got to be bad. Well, you you get sunscreen to to protect you from the sun. It would be nice. Just some, just a little some practical stuff. Yeah, don't you think? I think that's a great call. Actually, should we? I think we should start our own school. I do too. Well, we got our etiquette, etiquette well, classes. And that's part of it. Yeah. That's just one class. We got etiquette. Uh, oh, should we just go? We have life. Maybe we do life classes. And there's probably four subjects. You got etiquette. You got uh, health. Mm-hmm. But like, but impor- like good important health. health. Not the bullshit, you know, how do you have a baby type thing. I don't. We don't need any of that. <laughs> we need... <laughs> we need... Like appendicitis, uh, what else is? Are you scared of? Uh, Gingivitis is one. Kidney stones. Kidney stones. My brother just passed one recently. Oh, don't tell me that. He did. See, I don't like stuff hitting close to home like that. That's what I mean, though. What yes. if I get that? How do I get that? I don't. I'm nervous about. I it. don't want I really it, am. Paul. I really <laughs> don't want it. I really am. Jeez. So, but bottom line is, I'm I, I'm not a, I'm not scared of a lot of things, John. What are some things I'm scared of? You know. Spiders. Spiders, one. 
What's, what am I scared of the most? Sh- shopping. Sharks. I hate <laughs> shopping, though. I do hate shopping. Sharks, spiders, shopping, and appendicitis. Yeah. Are my big four fears. Yeah. And from last show, a tree falling on you. Yeah, that is scary. Look at that tree right there. What if that fell into this window? That would be terrible. That would hurt. That would hurt. Why aren't we learning about that? I don't know. But what I'm saying is we need to... I need, there needs to be, you're right. There needs to be something in school where you learn about having your appendix taken out and when you need to do it. Yes. Okay. That's all I had about appendicitis. Next. Do you have anything else? Do you want to, do you got anything else you wanted to say? Uh, no. You're good? Well, no. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, next, I don't know if you saw this, this happened a couple weeks ago, I believe, but somebody vandalized the Martin Luther King statue. Did you see that? No, I don't even know where the Martin Luther King statue is in Long Beach. Uh, Martin Luther King Jr. Park in central Long Beach. Hmm. You have you ever been there? I don't know. Never been there, but so somebody vandalized it. I guess somebody put like a freaking swastika on it or something. Jesus. People are just like, I've been saying it for years. I don't fucking get people. Why are people the worst? Why do you have to be the worst? For what reason? I don't know why anyone goes out of their way to do anything. And then you hear stuff like that. It's like. It's just, it's absurd to me. Yeah, it's pretty absurd. You know, people doing freaking swastikas on the Martin Luther King statue People just like waking up and choosing to suck. Like those people suck too, you know, yeah. but it's just, it's ridiculous. But now there's a reward right now. There's a re- reward going out uh, for the statue vandals to find them. It's at $8,000 right now, John. And let me tell you something. I know we can find car thieves pretty well. You're right. Is there a difference between a car thief and a person that vandalized? I don't think so. Do we have a description? Well, I don't know if we could just like pull. They probably have a spray paint bottle on them. Do you think you could, <laughs> you think you could just walk through Long Beach and point out who did it? Maybe. Or what would the, would, would it be a slap on the wrist? Vandalism? Because if you can, if I could just say it was you, that's eight grand for me. And then we'll split four thousand, four thousand. I think we need. Well, that's a good idea. I don't know if I'm in. You want me to take this slap on the wrist? <laughs> what would the What would the punishment be? You know that. Did you know that if you do con- supposedly according to law, if you do construction past seven p.m., you could go to jail. It's not a fine. You go to jail? What do you mean construction? Like if you come over tomorrow. And we're drilling holes at eight eight o'clock, like putting a TV. I might up? be behind bars. No way. Yeah, that cannot be true. Isn't that wild? It is wild. So I don't know. Do you ever think about like back in the old days how they figured out things were that was the wrong thing to do when someone died? I think every I think someone had to die for every single thing to ever happen. Yeah, probably. But like. You know, what if you... Like building? What if you go to your your neighbor's house and you steal their loaf of bread? You know? Who was the first person that said, hey, you can't do that. You need to get in trouble for that. It was Hammurabi. Was it? Didn't he write the laws? Well, it was probably Adam and Eve. When you think about it. You can't... Did they have neighbors? Well, there's the serpent. Yeah. Yeah, I think it was Adam and Eve, the first person to do do something wrong. But some, but they got, they didn't get killed. They got banished. Right. De- I think death has to do it. Let's let's move forward a few okay. thousand years. Yeah, let's do that. I think someone just stole someone's flower and they got murdered. They got and murdered. And then okay. everyone's like, "Well, that, well, that's no good. Can't do that." Someone's like, "Someone's like, you murdered my husband," and the other guy was like. Well, he stole my flower, and then someone was like, "Well, we better we better rank these." 
Like you can't murder an eye for an eye. That's true. Then in that that's when an eye for an eye came out because you can't do flower for 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 life. So if you steal somebody's flower, they get to steal your flower. Right. Yeah. But if you kill somebody, you get killed. But then we all then everything got all messed up because we don't do that anymore. No, we don't. Because now if I do who created construction after eight seven, everybody in the world gets to do it. Yeah, that's. And then you're just hearing all these drills. And yeah. Yeah. That ain't, that's kind of a bad punishment, if you ask me. And then for a while there in, like, the whenever it was, the 50s, when it was like, oh, you smoked a cigarette? Smoked this whole pack of cigarettes if you were a little kid. That was when punishment was at its peak. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah. That was cool. Who created the first prison? Like the Egyptians or something? Probably, huh? Probably the Egyptians. But, like... I don't get... It was like, hey, you you stole this person's horse. Well, I don't even know if they had it. You just get hanged, I think. Hung, yeah. Hung. Uh, Egyptians were, like, so dominant. What happened to them? Moses. <laughs> but, like, why don't, like, how many people built the pyramids? Like, countless. Where are they? Do you ever meet anyone that's Egyptian? Mo Salah. There's, Egypt still exists. Well, I know it exists, but, like, in history, it sounds, like, huge. Did it break? Is it like Russia that broke up in all these other countries? Oh, maybe. Was Egypt just like seven countries and now it's one? Maybe. That must be it. Like Yugoslavia. Yeah. Yugoslavia was a big country and now it's just a bunch of little countries. Yeah. It's kind of like the United States, I guess. Bunch of different states. One country, different states. But Egypt never had Taco Tuesday to unify. That's a good point. When was the first Taco Tuesday invented? Probably when the dates were invented. <laughs> Tuesday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and then they were like, "All right." How does something so Tuesday. stupid catch? How does something so stupid catch on and lit- but literally bring everyone happiness? You know what we need to do? Starting next show, we're gonna each of us bring one invention. Show and tell. Yeah, one yeah. invention to the show, and just talk about how epic it was. Oh, do, we're not inventing it. No, 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 no. no. Okay. We, we history class. His, history class. Okay, I like that's fun. Uh, let's start doing that next fun. show. Yeah, what, I like that. You like that? Okay, perfect. All right. All right. So eight thousand dollars for if somebody to catch this Martin Luther King statue vandal. I'm telling you, I might start doing. I it. think if there's a sketch, we could do it. Because we've proven that we can do that. Yeah, if we have a sketch, if we, we have do a it. sketch, a, a rough sketch. So they just don't have. They don't have any clue of, of who like, this is then how do you give how do you give a reward if like what's the proof i don't know yeah i don't know was there cameras are they still giving like a million dollars if you get the vaccine i just saw what that they're, those they're dishing out free weed for people to get the vaccine <laughs> oh my god it's it's really they're really I mean, dipping is, well if this is teaching us anything it's that if you go get in the future if you go get like whatever they're telling you early, like us, you're a sucker. Right? Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, you're right. That's what I've learned. Like in 50 years when we're old and cranky, hopefully dead, but if we're still alive, I'm going to hold out for the money. Right? Yeah, good point. Or the weed. Good. Yeah. Well, that's a good point. By the way, as my neighbor told me the other day, he's like I don't smoke weed, but if it's free, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, that's a good point. I'll do anything. If it's I mean, free. I don't, that's like that, that describes my wardrobe. I don't wear that, but if it's free and then all of a sudden that's all I wear. It's a good point. Free t-shirts. It's a good point. Uh, did you know that there was an anti-defamation league? I don't even know what that means. It's a league that says you can't defame anything, which good league. If you ask me. Yeah. This is why we do need to start a school because you start a school, you start doing stuff, and then you create these like leagues, like CIF. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, we could do it. They're 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 just like these little government bodies of like that were just literally created out of thin air. We could do it, and then you have so much say, right? I like that actually. I'm telling you, I uh, we need to like Southern California, and then we'll be rich. Yeah, you kill two birds with one stone. <laughs> Southern California, uh. Etiquette and Education Association. I think we could just create it. Yeah. 
do we need how do we get people to come though i think you need money no i don't think anyone needs to come that's that's oh you just say where they okay i get it yeah let's do it you need a website you need a website and then you need to uh you need a long document that no one will read and then you have to see you have to say click to agree with these terms yeah click if you agree with these terms we need to write five of the most boring pages you've ever seen then we'll just stuff in 40 Harry Potter pages. Oh, fuck And yeah. then we'll finish it off with like three super boring pages. And that's how you start with I like six. that. I, I think that's how everything starts. I like your head. That's that. how everything starts. By the way, Harry Potter needs to come out with a TV show. I think it'd be sweet. I'd watch that. Yeah. Don't know how. Don't know when. But I think it'd be awesome. Yeah, I'd watch that. All right, next. Uh, let's see. What do I got here for you? Oh. I got an Olympic countdown for you, John. As you know. We are the official podcast to the countdown of the 2028 Olympics in Los Angeles. We haven't done it in a while. Well, we've been counting. We haven't yeah. counted out loud. No. We're still the official <laughs> countdown. We're still thinking about it every day. Yeah. Uh, seven years, John. One week, six hours until the 2028 Olympics in Los Angeles. That's 2,564 days if you want it in the day's uh, conversion. Now, speaking of that, did you see that the Belmont pool has one more approval that they need from the Coastal Commission? I'm telling you, there's another commission. Who started the Coastal Commission? See, we talked some dudes that went to the beach all the time? Yes, we talked about this. We could head the Coastal Commission. Easy. They don't even Easy. How, how many how many decisions do you have to make? Just one or three? They've made three three decisions on the <laughs> Belmont pool. You know, that's it. What else do they do? Who's the head of it? I got an idea. Hey, let's clean up the beaches. Pretty good idea, right? Don't yeah. litter. Bang. That's three rules that we just put in. Tell me we couldn't ha- head that. Is it still a thing? Do people steal sand from the beach? No. Isn't that a thing? Like they put it in like a jar or something? Yeah, I don't know. For what? I don't know. I mean, I could see you, you doing that if you live in like Bakersfield. Maybe you want to make a sand trap in your backyard. Okay. Like if you're Ricky Fowler. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, Ricky Fowler might be a thief. <laughs> where do they get that sand from the sand traps? I don't know. See, that's where the is beach? it from beaches. Because we need a coastal commission that's keeping an eye on this, if you ask me. Yeah. How did sand, how was sand created? Do you know? Erosion. Is it? Yeah. That sounds about right. All right. Uh, one final approval, John. That's huge. Uh, I don't know what that means. What, what was the approval from before? Do you know? You know, how, when you go to court. Oh, is it maybe like to get money? Does it have to do with money? Probably, Probably. huh? Probably everything has to do with the money. Yeah. You know how when you go to court, isn't like the entire jury has to agree? Yeah. That's so wild. So it's because we know based on like the facts of America that people never agree on anything. Right. So it's literally just wearing the other people out. Basically. That's how we make like our most crucial decisions. Yeah. Is that is that is that stupid or is that genius? Should we do all decisions like that? You ever seen 12 Angry Men? Oh, yeah, big time. One guy changed the whole... Well, if you haven't seen it, watch it. Yeah, spoiler alert. Yeah. But let me tell you something, John. Everybody wanted to vote that guy guilty. Yeah. People had their biases. They did. But some people wanted to leave. They wanted to get home. It it all comes back to waiting in line, John. Nobody likes to wait in line. So we want to speed things up. Here's where I'm at. We've been talking about the Belmont Pool... For what, eighteen years? It's been a seems while. Seems like I think this should, they, should we stick everyone in a room for every decision? Or is that bad? That might be a bad idea. So talk it out. Talk it out. Just well, I'm just saying instead of dragging it on. When you're on a jury, they just say, "Look, there's a room. Go figure it out." Yeah, I mean, that's probably the best way to do it. It's literally how we make, like, the most important decisions, right? Like, the most crazy shit goes to court. And then just give everybody, like, you know, a bottle of tequila. Make a little... If everybody had some margaritas while they're making some decisions... 
Well, I think no, that's the reward. It's like you're in this room. Yeah, but then they'll here's some salty crackers. Any, they won't put any thought into it though. You yeah. want people to use their brain. Yeah, you do. What's the uh every drunk statement has a little truth to it, John. Mm. Isn't that what this mm-hmm. what the quote is? Mm-hmm. Might have just made that up, but I'm just saying. Uh so they're building this new pool, which they've been trying to build forever, right? If it passes on this one, that means that they just build it. They get to build it. Yeah. They get the money to build it. I don't know. Okay. $85 million pool facility. I think that's what they're talking about. If this thing is $80 million and doesn't have a water slide. Yeah, it's so true. That is just outrageous. So $85 million to build this. It's got to have a water slide. You're right. But then I think you just make your money back, though, by during the Olympics. They can have the pool, the... The shit there. Do the Olympics pay us? Probably. Probably. Or you have to get like. Do Olympic athletes get paid? I don't think so. But like through sponsorships and shit, I think they do. I think that the this U.S. Olympic Committee or whatever probably dishes out some money. I mean, NBC has to be paying someone, right? I think you got to pay for the to rights. To literally have the highest ratings on earth every yeah. four years? Yeah. NBC must be paying the Olympics. I think they pay. They, so then the Olympics yeah. pay the cities? Who are the Olympics playing? Is there just a CEO of Olympics that's rich as shit? Probably. Another job for us. <laughs> I don't mind it. And you don't even have to work hard. You just work every four years. For like two weeks? Yeah. That's yeah. actually good. You don't even have to pay attention to like the high jump. Nobody gives a shit about that. All you need to pay attention to is the swimming and the track and then maybe gymnastics. That's it. Definitely gymnastics, definitely swimming, definitely track. Yeah. Nobody cares about the decathlon. Oh, I don't know. Okay, you're right. I shouldn't have said that. I don't know about that. All right, let's let's finish this thing up. You down? Yeah. Uh, let's do the 9 weight of the week. Speaking of the Olympics... 908 Athlete of the Week is Peyton Watson, our guy. Uh, you He goes to UCLA now, right? He's going to be a freshman this next year? He's growing up, isn't he? Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Huh? Uh, he won a gold medal with the under-19 Olympics. Or not Olympics, but World Championships or something with the USA. He won. <laughs> That's awesome. Pretty good. <laughs> Dude, I guess he's a big deal. You know, and w- as you know, we were the first on him. We knew yeah. that he was going to be a star. Uh, but he's, like, supposed to go, like, sixth overall or something like that in the draft next year. Sheesh. Something like that. Something crazy like that. That is crazy. Then maybe the next James Ennis, eh? Eh? Could be. James Ennis has had a hell of a career, John. A little three and D, huh? Shoot the rock a little bit, play some defense. Oh yeah, Ain't nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. You'd be rich right now. Yeah, they're making some money. All right, that's it, John. You got anything else? I got nothing for you. Um. All right, no one steal this. Okay. We tell our listeners when they can steal our ideas. Yep. This, no, this is not. Yep. I think we got to get. Well, we, you know how we already want to get a boat, a yeah. yacht. We got to get that. Again, listeners, you can't take this, but you can you can Venmo us. Yeah, I'll take it. Because isn't that like, isn't that during the Olympics all the crazy shit happens on yachts? Don't all the athletes go party on yachts during the Olympics? All those crazy stories. They go to the like dorm rooms or whatever. No, no, no. no. There's always crazy yacht parties. Are there? Okay. Yeah. I'm telling you. I'm listening. We get a yacht. That's where it for goes. 2028. For 2028. Okay, I can do it. Like what's we've the, always wanted a yacht. We've always we've always wanted a yacht. What's the what's the logistics of that? Because we got eight years to and by pay the it way, off. Once you have a yacht, I think the money comes after that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You just you're rich. Old logic says money first, yacht second. No, nope. uh-uh. not anymore. You get a yacht. Everyone assumes you're rich. They give you shit for free. For free. It's Perfect. so genius. It is a genius idea. <laughs> And then we got start getting sponsorships and stuff like that for uh, for our yacht for twenty twenty eight. Throw parties. Maybe we might host an event. Is it on that hard? How Sue is it? Me. How is it harder to build a yacht than it is to build a canoe? It's just a big canoe. It's not. It's not harder, John. It's not harder. 
and I think we just Eureka. We're right. We are well not. And listeners, we said this. We just told you you can't t- take that one. No, you can't. That's in my pocket. Yeah. Our pocket. Yeah. Yep. All right, John. Uh, Yacht l- first, rich second. That's genius. Okay. Yeah, first, rich second. That's our new motto. John, life is we, great. We write a book. That's a. Is that not a best-selling novel? That's a novel. Fuck. Sorry. Excuse me. Yacht, that is that is pretty genius. Yacht first. What was it? Yacht first, rich second. No. Money second. We need. We need. It needs to be a little catchier. Uh, yacht first, money second. Yacht first. We'll brainstorm. We'll brainstorm. All right, let's brainstorm. That'll be the title of our book too. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. John, life is great in the 908. Yeah, yeah. So shoot your shot. What you gonna do when I come through, babe? Never been beat. Feel the only skin beat. I like the rim 10 feet. You can't stop me. Your game looks sloppy. You need more practice. Maybe you like this. To enjoy the game by midway. I can drive around you. Even shoot a trait. A three point threat. No sweat. You can bet. Back it out and fade away. Y'all net. Hang time. You know the rules, crossover triples, taking you to school like that. Next time, remember who you're playing. You get no mercy, know what I'm saying? If you reach, I'ma teach. Too fun to lay up, catch you on a rebound. Game over, stay up. Yeah, what you gonna do when I come through? Oh, what you wanna yeah. do? Hang time, y'all. You know what I'm saying?